Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Barbarian. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and joining alongside me today are Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Hello, hello, hello. Shay, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm just, uh, I'm a little tired. I won't lie. I was out pretty late last night. Um, But, you know, podcast always comes first. You know, rain or shine. I'm here to talk about movies. Okay. Anthony, how are you doing though today? I'm doing well. Like, I didn't stay out that late. uh, So, I got good enough sleep and I'm just ready for TIFF to to, like kind of enjoy that uh, the next couple of weeks of Film festival stuff in Toronto. Her Taylor Swift is yeah, coming. That's yeah, all she the is. Rain. Harry That's Styles all... is coming. <laughs> yeah, like Taylor Swift. Everyone wants to be like when no one, no one wanted to go into these conversations with these artists, and now all of a sudden Taylor Swift shows up, and everyone wants it, and everyone wants to be part of the TIFF experience. And like, man, I wish it was like 14 years ago when I started TIFF, or more, or longer. Shoot, did you know Anthony started TIFF 14 years ago? Yeah, man, I believe he first called it like he called it like a TIFF for like Anthony's Toronto International Film Festival. <laughs> and I think he just changed it. Me and Cameron Bailey, we started it, and uh, he, you know, he kicked me out because I tried to change a lot of things. Yeah, yeah he, so wait, you want to change things? Not him. <laughs> Not him. No, you're like you're like. Listen, I want to make it more crowded every year. Every year, less oh, crowded. More people. I want to just me. And no one else. It's just, just okay. <laughs> He's like Anthony. You're not a producer. I can't have you just be the only person. <laughs> Did I tell you the day I met like Lennox Lewis? I, I think I maybe told no. the story. I, I met Lennox maybe. Lewis and Cameron Bailey at a a closing night gala. It was like one of those, you know, open bar, and everyone's drunk, and everyone's like just happy and excited. And there was Lennox Lewis world heavyweight champion he's just living his life in toronto at the film festival and i literally drank with him which was amazing i think i was in college and at that time those closing night galas were just so easily accessible just pay 100 bucks and you go i think the and mo- you're in the movie that was playing was elizabeth uh elizabeth blunt and it was called she Emily Blunt. I'm sorry, Emily Blunt and the Young Victoria. Young Victoria, yeah, yeah, Young Victoria, which is Canadian director too for that. Yeah, that was uh, the 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 gentleman who passed away recently. Uh, yeah, who did Dallas Buyers Club and yes, everything? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Jean uh, Marc uh, Valley. Yeah, who did that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you could tell, it is TIFF season. We are going full force into the next couple of weeks of just watching so many TIFF films and it's D23. So there is lots going on in the movie podcast. And if you didn't know already, we just wrapped an incredible interview series with the cast and team behind the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. So please go check out all of our interviews. Um, you can catch our review of the show, which is out right now as well, too alongside our review for The Last of Us Part 1 on the movie podcast. So you can check all of that out on the movie podcast feed right now, whether you're watching us on any podcast service or on YouTube, you'll be able to watch us there. Um, We're loving The Lord of the Rings so far, so it's awesome that, you know, it's out. We're finally able to talk about it. So please go check out all of our interviews and make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd so you could keep up to date on everything that's going on with TIFF, everything that's going on with all the episodes and interviews and reviews and special events we have going on. Uh, next week, like I said, is D23 as well. So uh, we'll see what that's going to look like coverage wise for us because we are going to be, you know, 
know, up to the CN Tower in movies of just being busy. But stay tuned for all of that because we'll we'll keep you up to date on everything. Uh, but of course, today the movie we're talking about is Barbarian. This film is directed by Zach Kreger, and it's going to be releasing in theaters on September 9th. Now we all watched this movie. We didn't. I, I watched it with Anthony, and then Shay, you watched it separate from us. Um, so it's always interesting when we're, I think we're not all kind of, kind of coming with a different perspective on this. Uh, but I do want to tell you a little about the film. Obviously it's directed by Zach Kreger. It stars, I will give you the name of everybody right now. Uh, it stars, uh, Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgars, Justin Long, Matthew Patrick Davis, Richard Brake, uh, James Butler and Kirk Bronoler. Um, and of course releases in theaters September 9th from 20th century studios and Disney here, obviously who are are the uh, the owners of them but uh, i just want to say thank you to our friends at disney studios canada for inviting us to watch this film and anthony is going to tell you what it's all about in barbarian a young woman traveling to detroit for a job interview books a rental home but when she arrives late at night she discovers that the house is double booked and a strange man is already staying there against her better judgment she decides to spend the evening but soon discovers there's a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest Excellent. Anthony, uh, sorry, Shabazz. Uh, I was going to say, Anthony, thank you for that. Shabazz, please give us your first reaction. Yeah. So I, like you mentioned, Daniel, I haven't seen this film with you guys. I saw it by myself. And, you know, press screenings typically happen in the morning when I feel this most safe in my life. And <laughs> usually they happen in a, in a giant theater where I feel the most unsafe. And then this theater also, there's only like four people. And I was like, okay, you know, I didn't know anything about this movie. I knew that it was a horror movie just based on the poster, but I'd never seen the trailer. I had never seen a still from the film, but the vibe and the name and everything. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be horror. Didn't know what to expect. I just, I got glimpses of what you guys said in the sense of what your feelings were about the movie, but you guys never told me anything deeper than that. So I'm sitting there watching this movie and it starts off pretty creepy already. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. Um, Bill, uh, Bill Skarsgård's like one of those dudes where it's like, I don't trust you yet. Something's kind of be going on here, but what is it exactly? And then the movie starts to unfold. And as, as it's unfolding, I keep sinking lower and lower in my seat that I was in. And I just felt uncomfortable. I felt like spiders were crawling all over me. I felt like there was just my blood was running cold. And every moment, this film kind of keeps like increasing the tension. And it increases it so far that at one point it snaps and the film kind of does like a mini reset. And I think it's at that reset point where for a lot of people, the movie is going to be make or break. For me, it, it still luckily was standing the ground because I kind of like peered up from my seat being like, what the hell is going on? Why are we kind of <laughs> switching gears here? Right. And you're kind of watching maybe about like 10, 15 minutes of just something else that you don't think is connected yet. But I think then when the dread sets in that this is actually connected to the story and it just keeps going further and further into the thing that I was avoiding from the beginning, I felt scared again. And I think that is what, what, that's what this movie does really well. It scares me twice, not just one continuous scare. It scares me twice. And I think that's a big you know, achievement to kind of have in a horror movie. In a horror movie, you're kind of on always constantly on dread or alert and you're always aware. But this film takes what is a modern horror movie concept and then inserts a B horror movie concept, which is still great, like that campy kind of horror feel, and then marriages and gets them married together at a certain point. And I think that's what I love the most about this movie is it's scary, it's classic scary. But it's got that camp in it that I love watching in horror movies. And I'm not much of a horror movie guy. 
Yeah. You know, it, it, that's interesting would you say that because, you know, I, you know, I typically on this show would say like, you know, I don't watch many horror movies, but that is very much not the case anymore this year because some of my favorite films this year were all horror films. Um, you know, this film, leaving it, I felt very much like I did when I left X the first time where I was just like, oh, I like this a lot. And then, you know, as I moved away from it, I was thinking about it more and more. This movie does stay on your mind. Like it's, it's like, it just, I've been thinking about it a lot since watching it. I do have some issues with like, um, you know, Shay mentioned, you know, there is a pivot that happens in the middle of the film and I totally get it. I totally like that this pivot happens, but I also think by having a pivot, obviously we're talking very generally because I don't want to do any spoilers. Um, You take away from the first plots that we did establish or we or we take away from developing the story a little bit more which i feel like um you know we have a we have a great performance from uh georgina in this film uh georgina um, uh, campbell uh and then we just kind of move away from that and then we'll come back to it later which uh i'm like okay i get why we had to do this i get why this was a reset and it's kind of rebuilding the tension that this movie originally um you know gave us but i think because it's a, it's such a hard pivot, you're doing a disservice to the story or the development of that character that we got at the beginning of this film. Um, but I still had a really good time with this movie, and I was just stressed watching this movie, like you, Shay. Like there were some moments that, uh, like the tension is just winding and winding and winding and getting tighter and tighter and tighter as you're watching it, um, and then it just finally snaps, and then it has to reset. You need that break so you could kind of continue on with the story. Anthony, jump on in. Yeah, I I'm in. I'm not in the same boat as you guys uh, in terms of the the second part of this film. Like really the lead up to this movie, leading up to the mid part, it's interesting because it does take a really long time and I, I kept watching it and I'm like, wonder what's, when is this going to happen? When is the horror element going to appear? And when it appears, you're like, okay, I'm in it. And then boom, you're taken right out. And I'm like, why, why are we in putting this sequence of events after finally getting the reveal of this of the horror element of this whole movie because i was so invested into like getting her her character to kind of explore or be the, the story continuing on it. and then we kind of jump into just the mong's story and um his whole thing and i just felt so disconnected from that part and then kind of going back into it back into this house, back on, you know, the, 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 the barbarian home and just, just feeling like, man, this is such a different film. I wish I got more of the first part of this movie than the second part. And that's kind of like where I was at with it. I just thought the lead up was really well done. And it wasn't until you said, you know, like you, you're getting two blends of movies. You get that modern horror and then you get that B horror and for me, I just felt like the B-horror just, I, I don't want to say, it just, it kind of like cheapened what I just watched because I was so invested in that first part. And I just, I wanted more of that first part than what I got in the last part. Yeah, I totally get that, you know, and I think it is, it very much is going to be a tale of two movies for a lot of people yeah. where you're just being like, you're going to be on board. Because I do think, you know, the first 40 minutes of this film 
is one of the best horror films I've watched in the last five years, right? Just because you're just, it's doing something unique and it's really setting you up to feel like this movie's going one way. And then it goes somewhere totally else. And it gave me vibes of like, don't breathe. Uh, you know, when that film came out, because you think the movie's going one way, it goes another way. Malignant is another one from last year that, um, you know, we're hearing referenced a lot for this film too, where it's just like, yeah, this movie doesn't start until like halfway through. Then you're like, okay, this is what this is going to be. Um, but I really like the performances of everyone in this film. You know, I, it's hard to talk about this movie without giving it away, but it, it's just one of those films that when you watch this, like go in knowing as little as possible, don't watch a trailer, like just go in like, like we did. We really didn't know much about this film. Um, and we kind of came away just like, Oh, okay. Like this is not what I was expecting, but I, it's a good way though. That's a, it's a good thing. Yeah, I think like you know when you when you look at a movie like Malignant, for example, or even Don't Breathe, what Malignant Malignant kind of had was it had that camp horror aesthetic, you know, from the beginning to the end. It's just in the middle, it's actually more of a genre switch, right? Like it goes from like horror to like something else. Whereas in I found with with Barbarian, it was more like okay. It's just we're blending two horrors together, and we're hoping to hit all targets. And I think right. at, at some at some point, yeah, that could totally work. For me, it did. It it landed. I was like, oh, it's really interesting because, again, I think, like I mentioned in the beginning, the biggest achievement this movie did for me was it had me scared, and then it tried to calm me down, and then it got me scared again. And I think right. when you look at the grand story of this movie, there isn't a lot there, right? Like it's it's maybe it's like simple. three. It's three pages worth of story, if if less, because it's just simple. And that's what I think worked about this film too. It made me go, this is possible in the world somewhere. I mean, to a certain extent, obviously. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why I was like, this is an achievement for me, but I, I also do understand where some people are just lost right at that point who loved one part of a film and didn't want like a second, you know, edition of it. Like you go to a restaurant and you're like, I want Italian food. And then I don't know where they're like, all right, now the second part, we're going to do Chinese. And it's like, okay, but I, I wasn't prepared for that. Like, I get that you want to marriage these cuisines, but I'm not here for it. And that makes total right. sense. Yeah. Like yeah. it's exact great analogy. Cause it's, you're getting two blends of one food in a sense. And yeah, you're just, I guess this, the, the expectations when you watch to that, that mid part sequence, you're like, oh, okay. And you, you saw me, Daniel. I woke up. I'm like, oh, I'm in this. And then all of a sudden, yeah. I was brought down again. Anthony, and it, just, just, just to confirm, Anthony wasn't sleeping, but he like he perked up in his seat. He was just yeah, like, it, like you know, he was just up. like he, he came to life. Yeah. It's an early oh, captain, morning. My captain. It's an early morning yeah. <laughs> screening, so you are a little like just you're still waking up. So you're you're listening to the conversations. You're listening to the dialogue because it is a lot of dialogue in the beginning. It's a lot of setup. But when that sequence happens and our audience will know if you go watch it, you will see like, oh, yeah. oh shit, like this is, it got serious. And then to be brought down again to a different, like just to be taken out of that, whatever we just witnessed to like, again, Justin Long's story. And then even Justin Long as a character, I always relate to him as B-horror. And I think that's why he was in this uh, or maybe, you know, friends of the director, but that's that's the whole, like, idea of having him there. I just felt like, man, I thought this was going more serious than kind of cheesy at that end. I think what, what also is interesting about this film, too, is that it's one of those movies that you kind of want to show people to see their reaction. It's I'm not yes, sure definitely. if it's one that, like, 
you know, even if you love this movie, you're going to be putting it on a lot because it's more for seeing how people are going to react. It's just one of those movies where you want to watch it with the crowd. You want to get the gasps. You want to get the screams. You want to get the what the hell is going on here kind of moment. And I think that's what I really enjoyed about this movie, too. But again, it isn't one of those that I could be like, oh, I'm in the mood for horror. Let me put on Barbarian because the novelty and the shock factor of some moments might wear off on repeat viewings, but they stand very true to if you want to show somebody. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's what I loved most about this film is it's going to be the conversation piece. It's going to be people's reaction. It's going to be those, you know, those tweet threads, those Reddit threads of people just being like, let's let's deconstruct what I just watched in this film. And, I, and I'm looking forward to that conversation. I'm looking forward to seeing reactions from people because this is going to be a, this is a movie that I think is going to do best in a packed theater with just people watching people reaction reacting people going crazy to the events that they're watching and i think that's what makes it as an experience really interesting uh but let's get to our final recommendations for the film anthony i'm going to get you to start us off i'm going to suggest you stream it this is definitely a movie i would probably wait um to watch at home like again it's it's you're going to be in this boat where you're going to like it or not and for me personally I wasn't a big fan of it, so I'm going to say stream it, and you maybe you can enjoy it at home and see if it's something that kind of calls to you. For myself, I'm going to say watch it. Like I said, I think this is going to be a, a really fun one to watch in a crowd of with people watching in the theater opening night. You know, it's also playing during um, midnight dankness this week at, uh, like, I guess, outside the TIFF, Interna- like, Toronto International Film Festival, but um, this is just... Uh, a really interesting time to theater and as 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 i was leaving i wasn't too hot on the switch but as i was you know thinking about it more this movie has stayed on my mind all week since watching it so i will say definitely watch it i think you're gonna have a good time with it and it's just a really fun movie to show people so definitely do that shay yeah i'm gonna say watch it as well i i enjoy the horror i enjoyed the the bone chilling atmosphere this movie creates um yeah definitely recommend it i just again i had a good time but i am aware that not everyone is going to be a fan of the mid point for sure. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Barbarian. Don't forget, we are heading right into the t- uh, Toronto International Film Festival. I want to say the TIFF Festival. I don't know why. Uh, we're heading right into the Toronto International Film Festival. We're going to be watching lots of movies. We'll be having lots of reviews and coverage and interviews coming your way. So stay tuned for all of that. Um, on the feed right now, you can check out all of our Lord of the Rings and Rings of Power interviews. You could check out our interview with Larry the Cable Guy and the directors behind Cars on the Road, which is going to be out this week as well for disney plus day um and speaking of disney stay tuned for all of our d23 coverage and everything that comes out of that there's lots to look forward to it's going to be a crazy september so we're so thankful to have you here um and of course make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox leave us a review on apple Podcasts and spotify if you like what we're doing and join our discord we're having some great discussions in there rings of power game of thrones um she hulk we'll have spoiler discussion rooms for all of them so come on in the water's fine we'll have a great conversation and we'll keep this conversation going because we love talking about movies and shows and this is the best the best place to do it so thanks so much for that that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next